Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com the number one financial destination yahoofinance.com here we are welcome to Raptors of Everything Live I am Joshua Hart I'm joined as always by William Liu Will how are you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. Hopefully people can see us. Hopefully people can hear us. Uh, thanks to everyone for joining us on, let's say this is the pilot. Uh, it's supposed to have uh, debuted two weeks ago, but we ran into some issues. We've done been the pilot. This is the yeah. the single greatest Raptors show that's ever existed, I believe. Already. Yeah. Already. According to us. Off rip. Yeah. Uh, this episode is brought to you by our presenting sponsor, KFC. Oh, man. As is every episode of the Raptors Everything Podcast uh, Network. It's really a network. It's a network, but it's just me. Yeah, it's and, a network. And other people. Well, the head is so large. The, the head is central. It's the, yeah. it, everything rotates around it. The constellation is the constellation is ginormous. Yeah. So listen, uh, we are doing a Raptors live call-in show. Yeah, on we'll YouTube. be taking. You can find us here every week at uh, between three thirty p.m. and, and four thirty p.m. Eastern time, and uh, you can call us at the two numbers that uh, you have seen on the screen there. Before we get to the calls, actually, let's talk this over because one of the issues that myself and many other Raptors fans have been asking is why is Kyle Lowry's minutes so high? Kyle Lowry right now leads the NBA in minutes. He's yeah. 33 years old. He's precious. He just won a title. He played very long. He had an injury. He had surgery. I mean, it's a lot of things right now. There are a lot of minutes that Kyle Lowry's been playing. Yes. So, uh, Josh, 
Can you explain to me why Nick Nurse is playing this man 40 minutes a game? You know, Kyle Lowry, uh, before the season started, he said he was a few months behind on his conditioning, and uh, Nick Nurse just wants to give his star point guard the opportunity to get in shape. Okay. Is that a good excuse? I think it is a passable one. I think it's uh, believable. I feel like you could uh, do conditioning in less stressful and less injury-prone situations. <laughs> Not than in Kyle Lowry. minutes against the or the Detroit Pistons. Yeah, like he didn't he didn't necessarily have to, but uh, I, you know I, that's one reason. I feel like that's credible. I feel like another reason, possibly, uh, is don't do. I, I think I know where you're going. What? Are you about to slander noted Jamaican Norman Powell? Yeah, episode one. I've been watching a lot of Top Boy, and uh, Norman Powell will not make it on Top Boy. He will not be Top Boy. Norm, okay, so here's the thing. The Raptors are supposed to have a three-guard rotation. You got Kyle, you got Fred, and then you got Norm. And these three guys are supposed to hold it down for the Raptors at the one and the two-guard positions. Norm plays a couple a couple minutes at three, but for the most part, he's yeah, a two. Yeah, he's two. The issue is Kyle's balling. Yep. Fred... Up and down, but for the most part, he's doing pretty well. I okay. For, he's for the most doing part, a lot better than Norm Powell. Yeah, for the most part, yes. For he's the doing most, a lot yeah, better than Norm Powell. Yeah, 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 right, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I know, you're, I know you're biased, but <laughs> the one guy that's not doing it right now is Norm, is Norm Powell. Powell. He's shooting like less than forty percent from the field. His three point percentage is really low. Now, granted, it's only seven games; things it's will like, even out. Yeah. But right now, it's not even just about the numbers. It's not even about just uh, you know the raw production. It's about when you watch him. Doesn't really know what his role is, and I'm like, "Yo, this what is, is your five. What's his role? It's yo. He, he's supposed to be just a six man. Can you like run a pick and roll once in a while? To just like find a spot to catch and shoot. Can you read and react? And the one thing I'm just like, I don't know if he can read and react. He looks the, lost. Yeah. He looks lost. So it. Be, I think because Norm is struggling with his role, and there's not a lot of other reliable two guards. I mean, you know, we like to you know uh, run propaganda for Matt Thomas on this. Uh, in this, uh, I don't know why you refer to as propaganda. It is a fact. No, it's propaganda, <laughs> but you know it is what it is. Matt Thomas, come on the show. Ninety-eight point ninety-nine point eight. Right now, it's ninety-six point uh, two. He's like uh, he's like the classical radio station right now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, my mom loves that. I bet that's all, that's all she listens to while she works. But uh, and she's eating McChickens. And she's <laughs> yeah, no, no longer baby, no longer. She's eating KFC now. She's eating KFC. Shout yeah, out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I just think that Norm is not really holding down in, in terms of his own role, and so sure. those two other guys have to play a ton of minutes. Like Fred is also third in the NBA in minutes, man. But everything everything coming off the bench for the Raptors right now is poor. I think that to, Yo, to, come on, to, Serge. Uh, yeah, but Serge a week. I think we'll get into it later. I don't think Serge should be on the bench. I think that okay. there isn't enough um, basketball IQ in the second unit. Mm. Uh, it's a problem. Well, Norm's on that unit. I Norm. I'm not gonna hear, get. I I am. Uh, Norm f- Powell propagandist. My godfather is named Norman Powell, so I have to represent. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Nor- my godfather and his son is, are both is, named is Norman Powell. Is he also bow legged? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my uncle, my uncle Norman, is built like a Jamaican mechanic. Like if you grew up in the city, uh-huh. you've seen a million guys who look like my wow. Norman. But Norman Powell, mm-hmm. I think, is put into a situation where he isn't likely to succeed. It's not. He should be. I, I do believe he should be in the first unit. I think that he needs to be around guys like Kyle Lowry to find him in better spots because he's okay. going to get out there and chuck. And in the second unit, when he's putting up baskets and he's making cuts to the rim where he has two guys on him, he is not being set up to win, and it's uh-huh. making him look bad. Okay, well, two things about that. One, first off, he's actually spending a lot of time with the starting lineup because, know. as we know, 
Nick Nurse is running a seven-man rotation. Yeah. So almost by definition, at any given time, you're out there with many starters. But I he's think, sharing time I, with I think Kyle. The fact that he's sharing pre, time with Mark. Preseason, his goal was to start. And the fact that he knows that he isn't starting, yeah. I think he's screwing with his confidence. I don't think we're getting the best <sighs> out of Norm. Oh, man, come on. You just won a title, man. You just He was drunk all summer, like, enjoying. which he's is playing you know, soccer. He was hanging out with Kobe. Yeah, deservedly. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he did a lot of great things in yep. the Bucks series. Did a lot of great things from the playoffs altogether. But yep. I'm just saying... Your confidence shouldn't be shaken immediately just because Nick Nurse says, "You know what? Fred's a better player than you right now. We're going with Fred." But I don't. And, I don't think. Fred, I don't think. Okay. I don't think Fred is a head and shoulders better option at two guard to start. I think that they are. Okay. I I don't think the gap is that big, and I think the gap is costing Norm Powell's productivity confidence from today and going forward. Okay. Well, this is my thing. This is my thing, and we will we will eventually get to callers at some point. But my thing with Norm is. Okay, so he's coming off the bench right now. He's yep. not succeeding. Yep. Fred Van Bleet's in the starting lineup. Say what you want about him, but I would say he's still giving us a solid B to he's B+. Producing. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. producing. Yeah. So you're going to tell the guy who's producing, oh, the guy's actually behind you? Uh, we need to have him in the starting lineup now and take your job because all of a sudden uh, he's struggling. So now can you go to the bench and you take a step back so that we could promote another guy to step in? Like in any other work context, yeah, that you would not work. be happy. You would be I'm, very upset. Yeah, I, and, and if you're Nick Nurse, as a manager, you got to yeah. be smarter about it. You might just tell Norm like, hey, listen, you've been coming off the bench for five years. At some point, you just got to know how to do it and be better in that role. Yeah. Hmm. You know? Uh, by the way, people, please call in, all right? Because, uh, you know, we we we, we this a, it's a call-in show. It's not yeah, just we, me and you debating about Norm Powell. I do think that that would be a really entertaining television show. Just me and you talking about uh, Norm Powell. We have a, a question coming on YouTube. Uh, why is Matt Thomas not playing? Not playing more. He's shoot, uh, uh, shooting over sixty percent. Uh, Matt Thomas isn't playing more because he cannot play uh, Raptors defense. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, I is that too much of a simple reason? Like, is there many other reasons? Because you think, know what it is? Here, I'll yeah. give you the argument. I, I agree he's not a plus defender by any means. But in that Kings game, I saw him body up on Harrison Barnes. I saw him, you know, okay. De'Aaron Fox was trying to dribble against him. He stayed in front physically yep. and prevented yeah, him going yeah. for a layup. And I'm thinking, like, if he can do that more often and shoot, like, 50% from three, shouldn't there be a role? Like, Kyle Korver plays for the Bucks, and he really gets minutes. You know what I mean? Yes. So... I do think it's different. Uh, I think that the Milwaukee Bucks are a team that has a better constructed second unit defensively than the Raptors do right now. And to put Matt Thomas out there without, you know, three A-plus defenders or A-minus to A-plus defenders, he's going to be – he's going to get washed. I think that – Fair enough. The Raptors are not constructed like the Milwaukee Bucks in that respect. We have more questions coming in. Uh, (laughs) All right. Uh, multimedia will. Will Kawhi get snubbed by teammates or players when he comes to Toronto? Um, no, I think all the players like Kawhi. Yeah, I don't I think, think there's any resentment, really. Except for maybe Serge, but, you know, I, I won't get into that. There's not real resentment. They're, they're friends. They're friends. They're friends. But, uh, no, I mean, I don't think there's any resentment. No, I, but I mean, he the, won everybody a title. Like, not, he didn't win, sorry. That sounds like everyone didn't contribute. I'm saying he was a big part of the championship puzzle. Obviously, yep. the main piece. Uh, yes. And I think people are going to embrace him. People had a great time with him. Yeah. He was pretty open and upfront with all the players. Like he said, you know, him and Kyle texted each other before the decision came out yep. publicly. Uh, he dropped a message in the group chat that said, you know, I'm, I'm going home. <laughs> uh, that's it. He, he texted Nick Nurse while Nick Nurse was at a Prince concert. Like a, a pr- Prince died. 
I, no, I like know, a Prince man. cover band? <laughs> like a Prince cover guy. He was in Vegas, Nick, man. Nick Nurse would be at a Prince cover band. You know what? He, Nick Nurse said his favorite concert that he's ever been to was uh, in Minneapolis in like 1986 or whenever when Purple Rain Prince? came out. That does sound like a That really sounds nice amazing. Season. That sounds like one of Apparently, the best Apparently Prince played until like 2 a.m. Yeah, that's that sounds like a Prince story. That's yeah. wonderful. That's crazy. So no, everyone loves Kawhi, man. Yeah. Would you, fa- are you are you going to be upset? No. What is there to be upset about? He, he won a ring. He cut our ha- hearts out. He didn't cut our hearts out. You knew it was likely, and he went to go raise his family in California. But Alex Wong told me it was ninety nine point eight percent that uh, he was coming back. Yeah, but you know, uh, Alex got no sources except for on Surge. <laughs> All right, what's the next comment? Um. Is the Raps backcourt too small? I love Lowry and Van Vliet, but I think one needs to go. Would love to know your thoughts. Wow. Um, one needs to go out of the starting uh, the starting backcourt. I'll let you guess. Wow. I really like Fred Van Vliet. What is this has, agenda, man? I, well, I think that Fred Van Vliet is Kyle Lowry's successor, and the fact that they're playing together is, hurts my eyes. Why? They're too small. Okay, let me, I, I, we were at, okay, we were both sure, at the Orlando Magic game, and when I was yeah, yeah. coming in, I was like, "Why is Fred playing starting this game?" Mm-hmm. The Orlando Magic have size in their backcourt to start the game, and it was it was a factor. Fred VanVleet had one of his worst games of the season because he was matched up defensively with Markel Fultz. Markel Fultz also a bum, and it was a challenge for Fred. And it's just it's fine. Fred yeah. VanVleet isn't big, and playing against big point guards. It's a challenge, but having two of those guys in the starting lineup every day, Kyle Lowry's done the work to figure it out for the most part, and Fred hasn't. All right, let me give you a real right, number. Okay. A real number. Yeah, yeah. The Raptors are thirty-one and six <laughs> with Fred and Kyle starting together. Yes, that's almost half of a season. And they have uh, the I offense understand. is very good. The offense is very good. Even the defensive numbers are good. They're solid. Yeah. Here's the thing: I, it's a regular season lineup that works, and right now the Raptors are trying to manage, at least in some part, the regular season. Yeah. And to me... So is having an undersized point guard going up against two guards every night going to be a good regular season? Okay, which, which big two guards have killed us this year? Where? Well, it, it haven't happened yet. Exactly. But so going what, the, to. what are we talking about <laughs> All right, okay, What are we okay, talking okay, about? Okay, we Here's ask. the thing. I think Kyle's, you know, uh, re- resurgence this year. I wouldn't really want to say anything else, right? But, like, Kyle has been incredible this year. Honestly, playing some of the best basketball of his career, at least in terms of scoring... I honestly think a lot of that is because Fred is freeing him up to do more of that. Because let's say you yeah. put Norm Powell in there. You want Norm Powell running plays while Kyle... No, no, come on, man. So I actually think there's there's pros and cons. There's clearly a big con. The I, fact that they're both like six foot in, if, in, in stilettos. And it's the fact that we have to look at the 76ers, who are the other best yeah. team in the conference. And yeah. they are big. And they are big and they yeah. were a problem for Fred last year. Yeah. Uh, next question. Oh, the by the way, you can call the phone too, guys. Yeah. I, I know this is like a modern age, but you know, you guys can free, you can you can like yeah, actually pick up have the your phone. You don't just need to text us. You your know, voice can be on the on the digital airways. But four one six two six three eight two nine seven and four one six two six three eight two nine eight. Raptors over everything live. Question: Can Toronto get Giannis in twenty twenty one? The answer is maybe. It really is up to him. He's the will be the best player in the league at the time. Yeah, uh, he can do what he wants. Uh, you know, there's a chance. Him yeah. and Masai have a relationship. Yeah. We can't know because uh, it would be tampering, but mm. I'm sure. I don't want to keep asking this question. Like, no, I, no, 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 no. We really appreciate People... you guys watching and engaging, but it's a question that we won't know until... Yeah, it's a, it's a two years from now kind of question, to be honest. It's a Bruno Cabloco. <laughs> Yo, relax. Come on. Uh, honestly, 
there is a chance only in the sense that like I feel like the Raptors have a pretty good pitch because I don't think I think pitching to Giannis is different than pitching an American player for sure. It's just not the same. Uh, you pitch an American player on coming to Canada, it's a challenge. It's an uphill battle the whole way. Yeah. You pitch an international player on not going to the United States. Honestly, that's not as hard. That's not as hard. And you might pitch the idea that you have a global platform. Now he's a global platform wherever he goes. He's yep. Giannis, but yep. he's got he's got a Nike shoe and everything. But you know, can uh, he still like smoothies? Can we he got, get a booster juice endorsement? We got smoothies here. If you, maybe he, he loves beach <laughs> Can we say that? He loves what? Remember the bell? Oh yeah, yeah booster yeah, yeah, yeah. juice. Yeah, yeah. He, There's he, a whole brand cr- cr- cross branding promotion. I I mean <laughs> I don't know if that's what they're promoting, but. <laughs> You know, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, there's a good there's a good case to be made. Is what I'm trying to say. So. All right, we have James in uh, Toronto on line two. James, how are you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. How are you guys? Doing good. Doing good. How's your Friday going? Ah, it's pretty good. Start started off early uh, off work, and um, uh, Will, I'm a big fan of uh, what you do. So keep what it about up. me? I appreciate it. Man. Wait, what, I, was, I was I was gonna follow up with you second, but since you got to it, I'm a fan of you as well. <laughs> <laughs> What's your question? All right. So uh, you guys want to hear my question? Of course. Okay, great. So I'm thinking um, if I'm thinking ahead, if the Raptors keep up their uh, winning ways here um, and, you know, maybe the second or third spot going up to um, the trade deadline, what can this team do to add to it? And what do you think Masai will do to just make it a stronger team to actually have maybe a more successful playoff run? That's a good question. Josh, I want to upset you again, man. We might have oh, to trade no. Norm for a more reliable <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's just not a lot of moving parts is what I'm saying. Because yeah, most of the who's... guys that are producing yeah. are on big contracts that you can trade. And then everyone else that's not producing are making so little money. Like, you need to trade the same amount of money basically coming in and out for the most part. And those guys that you can expend, like Stanley Johnson yeah. or like Rondé, those guys are making like three million, two million. Like you're not going to get a great player for three million or two million. Yeah, and I don't think it's a good position to throw in future picks just yet. So I think honestly, the real thing is like maybe you pick up like a bio guy. You know what I mean? Like yeah. a, like Patrick McCall last year is what I'm thinking, right? Like for the sure. Raptors added Patrick McCall last year out of the blue. Yeah. They signed him. They see him as a young guy who can contribute now and maybe later. And I think it will be on that scale in terms of as a as an addition, but it's not necessarily uh, that sexy. I'm, I'm, I'm you know having two Pat McCaws in the team, not shooting the basketball. I mean, I really like watching Pat McCaw play. I think he's always trying his hardest, which is you know entertaining to say the least. But yeah, I agree. I don't think that there is any obvious trade partner for the Raptors right now. Um, yeah, James, who do you want, man? Um, well, it's not really. I, it's hard. Um, realistically, I think that. It's going to be a buyout, like you said. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I always kind of look over at Washington, like a Bradley Beal kind of guy. I know he just oh, man. Track, but I would, I'd love to, to grab him up. <laughs> yeah, who wouldn't? I think with the <laughs> Kings, the nice. Kings maybe not being where they would like to be, mm. they could become, and, you know, Masai has a, a great track record of... Oh, fleecing <laughs> the Kings? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't? But yeah. I would love to see someone, like, yeah. you know... I mean, that's the Maybe thing. even the Pelicans. Like, Harrison Ooh. Barnes on this team would be a really great ad. He has a new contract and a lot of money, and he's not Masai's kind of guy. But we need we need another wing. Mm-hmm. We need someone who could maybe defend twos. Yeah, yeah. We need Norm Powell to be good. So yeah. here's the thing. Here's the thing. Maybe I don't upset you this way. Norm. Uh, how about this, Josh? What if the Raptors, to James's point, on the Pelicans, they have a couple guys. It's a pretty deep team. I, I, you know, I really like what Josh Hart is doing over there. I can't. Your, your namesake. I, I 
I remember on draft night, I was like, there's a chance. Like, he slipped. Yeah. He wasn't a lottery pick, and that's what it was going to be. But he started to slip, and they pick, they took OG at 17, and uh, Josh was, like, 21. Like, he was still on the board. Yeah. hurt my feelings. Or the other way around. Anywho, it's yeah, close. Yeah. But, yeah, Josh, Josh Hart nice. would be awesome. A yeah, he, if we had Josh Hart off the bench instead of... Well, I'm not necessarily instead of Norm, because I think Norm can play that well. Yep. But if Norm played at a Josh yeah, Hart level... If we had two of those guys... Yeah, it'd be great. Two, it'd be great. like, we were talking about it yesterday. We uh, had a meeting where, like, I like basketball players. Guys who are just six foot seven, athletic, strong, yeah. can shoot, can dribble, can rebound. Guys like that I loved. I just love to see them. So, yeah, that would be, uh, that'd be it. James, have a great weekend. We loved hearing from you. Um, Thank it, you, man. Thank you for being the first official caller. On this show, hey, you're, yeah. you're part no of history problem, now. Guys. You're part of history. All right. <laughs> Thank you so much. Be and, good. Uh, thanks for the for the answer. All right. Peace. Be easy. Bye bye. I've been watching too much Top Boy. I love Top Boy. It's yeah, it's it was yeah, it's, you know it's not even that good of a show. It's just uh, uh, just a bunch of gangsters sharing a gun. It's cool. <sighs> it's the it's the yeah it's the accents, man. <laughs> I didn't want to bring that upon you though. A real Jamaican, but. All right. Before we get to the next caller, and please, people, call in. All right. The numbers are what you see below you, but. Um, another another question from the YouTube, which I actually never considered this one before, is having two point guards limiting Pascal's strength to some degree. He just he used to just rebound and go, and he passes. And now he stands in the corner. What do you think? That, the rebounding is interesting yeah, because yeah, yeah. if I, I think obviously Kawhi was great for that. Yeah, Kawhi got a lot of rebounds. Um, JB also early in the season was also like you know an incredible rebounder. Um, the fact that yeah. Pascal is. He has to come back and actually get a defensive rebound now. So that's why he can't run as much. I don't like this question because it, it, it's it's a great point. I don't think that I don't know if we're missing anything from uh, missing anything from Pascal at the moment. I think that he is giving you all all that you could ask for. It would be fun to see him in transition. He's one of the most you know besides Giannis uh, and like good Steph Curry. He's one of the most interesting and fun to fun players to watch in transition and he's been that's been missing mm-hmm. but uh, I don't I, I don't I don't think I I don't think I care because okay. I'm getting so much from Pascal in this yeah. new expanded role that yeah missing him in transition is, is sad but yeah you know, life goes on I mean this is the thing you got to do what the team needs right now the team needs defensive rebounding more than a need transition numbers also the Raptors have been a really good transition scoring team so far this year they're actually one of the they're both in the top Five in both uh, transition scoring and also transition efficiency per play, so it's it's actually kind of working both ways yeah. right now. It's just not Pascal finishing as many dunks from uh, from Kyle Lowry. Uh, we got another caller on the line, line two, line two. No. Oh, we 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 don't have we one. do not. Wow. We have a question from Richard Carvalho. Okay. Will Kawhi suit up on Monday against his former team, a city that gave him any meal he wanted? The doctors who birthed his son. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's the same thing, man. Uh, <laughs> will he play? Yes, he will play. I, I mean, I don't really see why he wouldn't. You know. Yeah, I, I think yeah. the controversy of this week kind of makes it obvious that he has to play. Like, if he doesn't, it's a big problem for for him and for the Clippers. I, I, he'll play. People will be happy to see him. He's gonna play. Yeah. Yeah. I think he'll try to beat the Raptors. I think he's pride. And I think he wants to take this game. And I think he's going to walk in wearing some piece of merchandise that infringes on Kishan's intellectual property. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Kawhi being the latest to steal from Kishan. Yeah. Uh, Kish, I hope you, uh, you know. A young legend. A long, 
here's a better question. Here, here's a better question, not this one. Yeah. We'll get to that one. Uh, a better question for you. What do you think Kawhi has done with all of uh, his Toronto stuff? Because he got a lot of free Toronto oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, what, who do you think is in Kawhi's condo? Uh, what do you think Kawhi's doing with uh, the key to the city? Do you think he just like returned it? I think the key to the city is in his like trophy case with yeah. you know his uh-huh. defensive player of the year awards uh, wow. next to his empty spot for his uh, 2019-2020 uh, league MVP statue. Oh it's, my god, it's a wrap. Um, he looks. He looks. He looked really. good I don't know yesterday. who's in the condo. And I, he didn't I, even play well yesterday for the most of the game. But well, then in just, the fourth quarter, he has eighteen yeah, points and win, he wins at, the game. Yeah, Kawhi Leonard like, kind of win basketball on, games. He plays like nobody else is in the gym. It's yeah. He just it, yeah. It, it's it is unfair. And he's better at passing this year. It's it's wild, man. Yeah, he's expanded his game. It's nice to see. Yeah. But yeah, what do I do, think he's doing with all of his Toronto stuff? Uh, yeah, like does he have dried uh, dried packets of Swiss chalet sauce sitting in his kitchen? Uh, wow, <laughs> that's disgusting. I, this is an anti uh, Swiss chalet podcast. I'm sorry. I cannot compromise my morals for that one. All right, next question. <laughs> How do you think Nurse will manage Lowry's minutes this season? Right now, it's looking pretty unsustainable. Worried that he'll burn out by January. Stephen D, I'm worried that he will. <laughs> I, you know, I, was, I worry that he will hurt his back again, like he does every November. I think that the minutes are totally unsustainable, and it's got to be one of the biggest red flags of Nick, okay. like Nick Nurse's coaching tenure. It's right now. This is like one of the worst things I've ever seen from Nick Nurse. Like he needs Kyle Lowry's minutes need to come oh, down. Man. I wouldn't go that far. Kyle Lowry is playing too many minutes. Okay, so how many minutes should he play? Like 35? That's only five minutes a game. Sure. Yeah, I think, 35? Because look at you. Realistically, the Raptors aren't good enough that if you cut Kyle to like 32 minutes, no, nobody's making up those but minutes. But why do we, like, there seems to be a real... Also, what are we saving Kyle Lowry for, man? We're well, not winning a championship this year. But what are we... Like, let's be real. We're why not. are we gunning for the two seed? Why are we gunning for the three seed? There doesn't... It doesn't. Does it really matter? The Raptors. The Raptors yeah. didn't win a home game in the finals. It like this idea that the Raptors need to be playing for home court uh, doesn't matter to me. I'd rather see them out, like Kyle Lowry playing an appropriate number of minutes so that he's able to last the season. That's fair. I want him to last the season. But all I'm just saying is that, like, you know, right now, obviously, clearly, a lot of the players can't crack the rotation. They're not good enough. And someone has to fill in those minutes, and it's a choice between you want to lose their Orlando Magic, or do you want to keep it going? You know what I mean? Like I agree, the minutes got to come down, but they. I seem like Nick has repeatedly said he understands the minutes will come down. Yeah, it's just right now they're 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 just high. Okay, I, I, so I wouldn't go as far as to say this is one of the worst things Nick Nurse has done. This isn't this isn't no, the timeout from game five. What I'm saying five, is man. Nick Nurse's coaching tenure thus far has been, you know, hard to find fault in. Uh, okay, but this is like to me one of the first things. Like, what is going? Like, what is he thinking? Yeah, I don't. I don't get it. This is it's like surprisingly hot in the studio right now. <laughs> All right, next We're one. Just getting a hot into the color. Thinking about you know Norm Powell, Fred Van Vliet's uh, terrible two point shooting percentage right now. Yeah. All right. What's the next one? Paolo, uh, what's up with Stanley? You, you just skipped that last name. Man. You're like ah, Paolo. Uh, Sarah, uh, Sarah, Sarah, I don't want to you know butcher your last name. It's it's uh, something I worry about doing the show. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but what's up with Stanley and R- Rondé Hollis Jefferson? Mm. Do we want to skip to no no we got to save it. Uh, they haven't but... been very good, man. Uh, that's all it is. You know, I was watching. I was watching Rondé shoot, oh, um, no. and Rondé does a lot of things. His job, his job is not to be a shooter, right? So like, it's weird to just judge a guy on his shooting. But you know, I was watching him shoot in the warmups and stuff like that, and just like you know, coming out of halftime, all the players just shoot, you know, get warmed up or whatever, and like, like I swear, two out of three shots he shot from the three point line hit the backboard. 
So I don't know if he was like goofing around or whatever, you know, because people don't necessarily always take it 100% serious. Yeah, but yeah. I'm just saying. So Rondé, I feel like, you know, I'm interested too because, I again, he's not necessarily a shooter, so that's not fair to him. But what I mean is that, like, I think he could be good as a backup power forward. I think he can yeah. rebound. He can play some defense. And to be honest, I don't know why Chris Boucher is getting more chances than him. Maybe because Boucher's been here longer, you might want to give him a solid look. But I honestly think Rondé's just a better player. I know Rondé can contribute to a winning team, and I'm pretty certain that Chris Boucher can't do that right now. No, I'm serious. <laughs> when he came in for five minutes against the Kings, I was watching this man. Got out-rebounded by Corey Joseph. You're, Co- you're six foot eleven. playing in front of his home. Bro, contract. he's six. <laughs> yo, so what? He's Canadian too. Yeah. yeah. All right? So he, he gets boxed out by Corey Joseph. He loses a guy for a three-pointer. He lets Harrison Barnes back cut him for a layup. He blocks a shot where the guy goes up to the guy for no reason. Like, he's just lucky to be blocking that shot. And then, you know, like, on the offensive end, what is he really doing? So I honestly kind of want to see Rondé in that position. No no hate to Chris Is Rondé traveling with the team? Yes, he's with the team. He just sits at the end of the bench and looks sad. All right, let's talk to Evan from Kixton right. here about the Raptors coming up road trip. You're on Raptors Everything Live. Yo. What's up, what's up guys? Um, we've been listening to you guys for a while, and I uh, just kind of want to chime in about the um, – Road trip. It's. Um, I think it's going to be a big turning point for the season. Although it's early in the season, I just think it's going to be a big turning point to see what type of team type of team we have. I think uh, the road will kind of um, kind of show what character this team has. Yeah. To be honest, I'd be happy with them going 500 on the road, especially on this trip with the with the teams that they're playing. Uh, but I also want to ask you guys. Um, what do you guys think about uh, how do you think they'll handle playing uh, Kawhi in uh, in LA? Okay, first part of the question. I actually think that 500 is the floor. Like the Pelicans are a layup tonight. You would agree for sure. And I think yeah. winning two out of three against the Clippers, Trailblazers, and Lakers is and the kind of, Mavericks at the end of this and the Mavs at the end of it. So, uh, so that's. Yeah, that's well, a I guess it, yeah, I guess you 500 for me is not necessarily the floor. I feel like 2 and 3 is acceptable. 3 and 2 was ideal. So. If they beat the Pelicans and Mavs, is that, does that mean anything? Yes, the Mavs are playing well. And <laughs> if they, if, you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. It's acceptable. If they beat the Pelicans, the Mavs, and the Blazers on the road, which is in a very short distance, and those three cities are pretty far away, yeah. uh, that's pretty impressive to me. Already three and two is impressive. I don't, I'm not expecting any wins in the LA situation. You don't want it's a back to back in LA, man. It's not going to be going well. Yeah. Okay. Which one? If you if you think they're going to win one, which one do you think they win? In uh, LA, the Clipper one. I would say. Really, I yeah. think I don't think we have any size to deal with uh, the Lakers. Realistically, yeah, I, I don't know, but the Lakers like the Lakers have had too many good games from like Quinn and like it's just not that I don't I don't really believe like I I'm excited. Yeah. Shout out to Danny and Harrison. Like, it's been yeah, really shout cool. Out, shout out. But they've had, like, their role players kind of overperform thus far, and to have them continue to do so would be surprising. Um, I think the Lakers game is the winnable one. Uh, right. Here's Okay, well, I mean, it's it's up for grabs. I think the Lakers are not as good as the Clippers right now. But I don't know, man. The Lakers just as a, you know, just as a, uh, did just you guys, as a did team. Did you guys think the Lakers will be matchup. good, though? Yeah, they're good, man. Okay, look, here's the thing. So if if we're playing um if we're playing the Lakers, for example, so Pascal's gotta really defend Anthony Davis. Or LeBron. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And OG's gotta handle LeBron, basically. That's a lot to ask. Didn't for. he try to do that in twenty twenty eighteen playoffs? Let's not talk about the twenty eighteen playoffs. <laughs> I never want to go back there. We're champions now. That but. was one of the worst uh I didn't watch game four. I just I That's think I fair. went. My friend got a internship at uh, the Toronto Star, 
We just hung out and had a good time with him. Oh, congrats. It's good you didn't watch it, man. That that game was Bro. the uh, that game hurt the most. I Yo, think. Demar's last moment being the fact that he, he smacked Jordan Clarkson on the head and got ejected <laughs> in game in like the second quarter, and then he got traded and never wore a Raptor uniform again. It's crazy. <laughs> he deserves such a better send off than that, mm. but it's also self inflicted. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the part that I, I I'm glad that you mentioned. Yeah, what was the other half of the question, man? I was the the question was about the the Clipper game. Yeah, yeah. How do you think the team's going to handle playing in L.A.? Do you think it's going to be a scenario like when they played the Spurs last year, Kawhi's first game, and they got dummy by 30 or whatever it was? Mm. Huh. I don't know. I, I think if there's a – out of those two games, I think the winnable one is the Laker one only because it's the first game of the back-to-back. Yep. Um, I think going into L.A. twice so – yeah, going into L.A. twice – Playing Kawhi and all that stuff, I just think Kawhi is going to drop like 35 on us, and that's just—I mean, that's just what's going to happen if he plays. Obviously, yeah, I think he's going to play. You know what? Though I, I don't—I wouldn't count on the Raptors in that one, only in the sense that the Raptors are going to be very motivated. They'll be way more motivated to play that game than the Laker game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I think that doesn't matter, especially in the regular season. If a team's more motivated than you, that's going to determine a lot. Like you mentioned, especially- that Spurs game. Like the Spurs are not better than the Raptors last year, but the Spurs were like. Hell bent on embarrassing Kawhi that night. Uh, that was and a great game. That was one of the. That was yeah. I like. I, I, liked, I liked watching it. it was, what, what was what was good about watching that game? Was because it? I, the Spurs like the Spurs looked so bad to start out that season and in the trade and Kawhi wanting to leave like it sucked and then to see them have some pride and stand up for themselves like good like I'm glad they won. Yeah. All right. Well. All right. Have a cool weekend. Well, Thank you for calling thanks in. Thanks for, for listening. All right. Yeah. Go Raps. Go Raps. Go Raps. So, Thank you. All right, we've got a question from Bernard that actually uh, lines up with something that we were talking about uh, earlier this week. Okay. Is Ibaka a fixed into a bench role uh, for this team, or is it possible that he'll start, switch out for Marcus Hall? Well, this is something we debated. Uh, I like, honestly, I, I like Ibaka scoring off the bench. I know I just said earlier it's not fair to bring a better player off the bench just because... Uh, you know, in the Norm Fred Van Vliet case. <laughs> but in, in this exactly. case, though, I think the bench needs a guy to score the basketball. And so far, that's been Serge. And Serge and can score a basketball way better than Mark can score a basketball. And Mark, if, if in, the, in the starting five, since you have Kyle as a scoring option, you have Fred, yep. you have Pascal, I don't mind Mark's passing game as much because that's kind of what you need more with the starting five. So that's that's me. But I also think that I don't know why they can't just like switch back and forth like they did last year and, and, and platoon. I, I kind of think that it has something to do with Marcus all opting in and trying to the the organization trying to figure out what's going on with his long term success here. Yeah. Um. But I I believe that Serge Ibaka should be starting. Well, uh, Kobe Beef. You're you're you're. Oh, you're, Kobe Beef. What is this? You're disagreeing with no. Kobe Beef saying that it, Kobe Beef says Ibaka starting messes up the flow of the other starters. Lol. He tosses up a shot no matter where he's on the floor. The issue is though, uh, Ibaka does make. Most of his shots. Yeah. Where is Mark shooting like 30%, man? Ibaka is playing very, very, very well. Yeah. And I think that having a player like him, higher energy, a ton of chemistry with Kyle Lowry, is someone who benefits Mm -hmm. significantly by playing alongside Kyle Lowry. And we've seen a lot of it because the rotation's been so short. Um, And I would love to see an adult in the room with that bench unit. I think Marcus all playing with guys like Matt Thomas, playing with Norm Powell, yeah. Makes a lot of sense because he raise he he raises the floor on competent uh, players on the court when he's there. Okay, he he just makes everyone around him 
look smarter, look better, make fewer mistakes. Mm. And I think by having guys who, you know, we agree, you know, aren't the most cerebral, sort of never going to screw up players. I think Marcus Gasol doesn't have a ton of athleticism any lo- anymore, but he knows how to put himself in position. He knows how to find guys uh, on the court. Yeah. I think it makes a lot of sense to have... I think it makes a lot, a lot of sense to have Serge Ibaka in the starting unit only so that you can get Marcus Hall coming off the bench. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, and it, I think it plays into my whole, get your veterans who you know you're going to need in the playoffs some more rest. Find fewer minutes for... You, you want Marcus Hall to get rest. You know what? Honestly, it, I, I would buy the uh, Kyle Lowry getting a lot of minutes for for fitness uh, excuse yeah. if... Uh, if they did that for Marcus because I feel like Mark <laughs> could use the, the fitness thing more than Kyle. Um, nah, man, I I I think I think the opposite. I think Mark's skill set fits better with the starters. It just does. He, no, I agree. He yeah. is, but I, I what I'm saying is that you already have Kyle Lowry, one of the sure. The yeah, smart, now you have now you have two of them, and and you're playing and the, the, your the starters. The drop are, off is so big. Like you aren't you're not getting Fred Van Vliet, Kyle Lowry, or Marcus Hull, the three best playmakers on the team. Uh, with playing with se- the second unit much, but the second unit doesn't even play onto itself. The second unit is not a real second unit. They only not, play like I two d- like bench guys at a time. But will it ever get there without seeing? What do you? So, we can't just put Mark on the bench and all of a sudden everybody works. Like, I think it might. Nah, I don't know, man. <laughs> that's how you could become the Memphis Grizzlies. <laughs> no, I'm serious. That's how you become the Grizzlies, man. Don't I want? I don't. I don't. I don't want to become the Grizzlies. I agree with uh, <laughs> with Hubert R D who say people don't realize how much. Mark is valuable. Yeah, Mark is very valuable. Yeah, he's 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 a great guy, a great man. Uh, Stephen D, should we trade away Lowry for Mike Conley? Oh, on your fantasy team? Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, no. No. What? Mike Conley's off to a really bad start. With Wait the for Kyle right? Lowry to get hurt, and then you relax, man. Stop saying things like this. Right? I wor- I am worried. Don't get canceled off the show. In one I episode. am worried about it. Well, yeah, me too. I'm worried about it, but I don't want to say it out loud. But I want like I want people to know that. It's not okay. We need to fix it. Okay. What happens to Dan Tolman question? Yeah, we wanted to get to it. Yeah, it's just been deleted. It's okay. It's okay. I already remember it. Dan Tolman uh, <laughs> asked, did Alex really pass the ball to Matt Thomas in warm-ups? Uh, I can confirm that he did, <laughs> indeed. Uh, I, I tweeted out on Twitter a picture of the Yahoo team. Uh, we weren't actually filming Matt Thomas, but it was just the three of us uh, had been in the same spot. Yeah. And Matt Thomas happened to be doing a dribbling drill with uh, assistant coach Brittany Donaldson in the middle of the floor. Shout out to Brittany Donaldson. Shout out. Um, and, you know, Matt lost his dribble because he was Uh-oh. doing the two-ball drill, and okay. he lost one of the balls. And the ball rolled over to Alex, Meant and to be- Alex threw the ball back to Matt. And I was like, I wish we had a camera on that yeah, because that, that would be used forever. Kesha, where were you? But then, but then Matt Thomas went on and had the best game of his career so far. Oh, whoa. Yeah, he had eight points. That's I think that might be a career high. I don't know. Maybe he did that against <laughs> okay. the Bulls too. But yeah, I mean then he you know, he hit two threes and uh in in the fourth quarter too. So you know, maybe maybe Alex had a hand in that. I don't know. I'm sure he did. I'm yeah. sure he believes he did. He literally had a hand in that. He threw him a pass, so that's a real I really story. like this next question. Uh Zubin Steve wants to know, uh, should we tank for Mello? Like La Mello or <laughs> just like are we gonna tank by signing Carmelo? <laughs> what which one is it? I, I would love to see Carmelo Anthony on this Raptors just for the like just what? for the laughs. Just for the okay. What you don't think that uh, we can ask? We could talk to him about power every week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, he'd be a great uh, analyst. Um, no, uh, the Raptors shouldn't tank for anybody. <laughs> we're we're trying to stay competitive for Giannis. Get no. with the program. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're trying to stay competitive for Giannis. That's the real answer. 
and uh, I don't want to see Kyle Lowry's last years wasted. Though, did you see um, uh, LeVar Ball was on uh, like a Rogers broadcast a couple weeks? Yes, yes, I saw that. I was I was opening night because Lonzo was uh, oh, yeah, in Toronto yeah. for ring night, and Lavar was on Tim and said before the game. I also yeah. saw Tina Ball in the in the, in the hallways. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. There was a lot of family around and stuff. She so, looked good. She looked good. Good. That's yeah, yeah. Just, that is really good to hear. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would like to see Lavar Ball in Canada. Oh my god! Imagine him like on Metro Morning, the new host of Metro Morning, Lavar <laughs> <LeVar> Ball. <laughs> Sorry, Matt Galloway. <laughs> You have been replaced by oh, LeVar Ball. That would be so much fun. Your 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 virtual opposite, um, Freddie Ananobi asks: Is Mark's greatest value to the Raptors being the primary defender on Embiid in the playoffs? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah if you can, and also you know dealing with other like yeah, you know like bigs. husky bigs. If you can, if you, I think, I think Joel Embiid is the most uniquely challenging player in the Eastern Conference. Like Giannis is, yeah, yeah. Giannis is is Giannis, and we know Mark is good for defense on Giannis too, not one on one, but as a team defender, having a giant body, uh, in Mark really does help with Giannis. Yeah, yeah. No, I, 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 I uh, Mark's Mark's good. He's yeah. fine. While well, Andrew asks, should Masai trade Lowry now that his value is higher than it ever be? I guess it's a tradable contract. That's cold blooded, no. man. Uh, That's cold blooded. Kyle Lowry was got that contract to be. Um, you know, a Raptor legend, and I think he, I think the goal is to have Kyle Lowry be a Raptor legend, right? There's no point in trading him, no sense in. Well, I mean, there is a case. There is a case only because Kyle's value is really high right now, and it's probably higher now than it's ever been. The only thing is, I think we've been saying this about Kyle for many years. Uh, well, so yeah, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't personally be in favor of. It. Again, the the strand, the plan right now is to be competitive for Giannis. Yeah, because I don't think Giannis is going to look at a situation and be like, "I want to go there," because you know they have nothing there. They're like that's not great. I'm not saying he's coming here for to play with Kyle either, but um, no, I mean yeah, I think Kyle keeps Raptors competitive. And but at the same time, if someone comes through with like an insane offer, what would like, be like, really like, good? Like if, my, if Miami came through and said, "We'll give you Justice Winslow, Bam Adebayo, and t- Tyler Hero and a pick," I'm like, "Yeah, okay, okay I'll do sure, it." Yeah, that, but I mean, like, I don't know. I don't think teams are doing that. No, they shouldn't. At least. So, yeah, I'm actually. By the way, the trade I really want to see happen right now, I want the Bucks to go get Paul, Chris Paul. I, me too. I want no, but <laughs> I really I, wanted to happen. I wanted man. Chris Paul to go be the point guard in Milwaukee. Like, when did he go start signing Houston? Three years, two years ago, two off seasons ago. I thought it made yeah. sense then. Yeah, Chris Paul should be in Milwaukee. It would make. It would make me happy as a basketball fan to see those two together. Yeah, me, me too as a Raptor fan because I think uh, <laughs> relying on playoff Chris Paul well, also, to like, carry them over the top is hilarious. If Giannis gets to play with Chris Paul, he could be like, oh, what is like... It would make the team a lot better, though, if, what, it was Bled- if it was Chris Paul instead of Eric Bledsoe, like infinitely better. Yeah. yeah. And what is what? And Giannis would think, well, Chris Paul's pretty good, but what if I had Chris Paul with, you know, a few more years left than Kyle Lowry? Wow. Yeah, I mean, actually hey. still in the prime. Uh... I don't know what this question from Tobin means. I'm going to skip it, but why, oh, Nick Nurse keeps calling out names. Why is Nick? Oh, why is Nick Nurse mean now? I see. Okay, word. I don't know. I'm sorry. I didn't, it's, right. I didn't it's Friday. Much. I've been watching a lot of Top Boy at night, so <laughs> it's uh, it's keeping me awake. Um, I, Nick Nurse just has that championship swagger. He thinks he can call people out. He's he's Phil Jackson. He's the Phil Jackson of Birmingham. I'm gonna I'm gonna make that fly right now. All right. Um. I don't even think he's calling people out so much. Is he understands that he has a good relationship with Pascal? 
Yep. And he wants to hold Pascal to a high standard. That's that's how I look at. Calling someone out is like Jim Boylan making uh, Zach Levine and Wendell Carter run suicides after a back to back. Like he's Talk not doing it. that. He's not making them run no. the beep test or something no, like no. that. So or he's, you know, test. it's fine. Yeah, the beep test is torture, man. Uh, shout out to Ontario Public High Schools. Sh- yeah, shout out, shout out MCI. You know. All right. <laughs> What's the next question? Uh, All Star James To great handle. Do you think the Raptors need to focus on running plays that focus on inside the paint? Their defense is excellent, but I'm tired of seeing the ball kicked out on drives to the bucket. Well, what do you think, man? What a question. Here's the thing. A lot of the players of the Raptors are driving, with the exception of Pascal, who obviously does score in the paint. Yeah. But a lot of the players that drive in, whether it's Kyle or it's Fred or it's Norm, those guys aren't necessarily great finishers, especially not Fred. But, and so I'd rather uh, Fred kick it out. No, I Fred's shooting like 30% Fred, of the Fred, yes, man. Kyle, no. I think Kyle Lowry's confidence in going to the yeah. rim is making him a better shooter from the outside. I think okay, he just, the fact that he knows he has his game back. Yeah. Like Kyle Lowry looks like 2015, 2014 Kyle Lowry in moments this season. And yeah. The fact that he can go to the rim comfortably makes him... I think it makes him feel more confident when he pulls up from deep in transition. And a lot, you saw it last year, a lot of those shots went to Fred. Mm-hmm. Um, Here's the thing I also don't think the Raptors are taking that many bad threes. Like, they're taking a lot of threes. They're yeah. definitely one of the high volume teams, yeah, yeah. but they're not taking bad shots. Except for everyone the, that uh, Marcus Hall takes. Yo, relax, bro. Mark has to take those shots. He definitely can't go inside. <laughs> That's true. Um, Remember that dunk? <laughs> man. Uh, whoever it was on Twitter that had a that had picture of him just looking exhausted, yeah. holding onto the rim. That's the thing why people want Serge to start because Serge Ibaka is like snarling and dunking, yeah, yeah. and it looks so much fun. And then yeah. you see Marcus All who looks like he you know ices his knees at halftime. Marcus All won two championships in one summer. You know that's that, there's a cost to be paid. By the uh, way, the Raptors are third in the NBA right now in three point percentage, so I, I, don't, I don't mind them shooting threes. You know if they're gonna make yeah, if they're at that thirty nine point eight percent. Miami forty point five. Yeah, they've been playing. They've been balling. Brooklyn shoots. I I don't mind this Nets team. They're underperforming, and I think people are using it to pile on. But they're nice. I like that team. They're, they're fine. It's and a, you're on, it's in a on the Suns. Win, Forty-five win team. Yeah, and you're in on the Suns. I am in on the Suns. Yeah, I like they're a good, team that fun f- to watch. they fit together. They play unselfishly. They have a finally a good structure around Devin Booker, and it feels like I'm happy for guys who are talented who finally have a supporting cast. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. 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 It reminds cool. me a little bit of the 2013, 2014 Raptors. Oh, remember that great Golden State win. Oh my god! Legendary. That's like a Raptors hardwood classic. Yeah, that game, the finals, game six in Milwaukee when Demar Derozan like when the Raptors gave out that huge fourth quarter uh, oh run. Oh my god! We and then Demar seven or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Then Demar Derozan checked in and uh, won the game. That was like that's probably his best moment yeah. as a Raptor. Uh, Loki shout out Patrick Patterson and Corey Joseph. They made some great contributions in that game six while the Raptors were. Yeah. Slipping like crazy. Uh, we have a question about the Celtics. Do you want to answer it or no? Yeah, I want to answer it with the Celtics in a second that they're not real. But uh, no, I'm kidding. They're actually they're they're not bad either. Uh, but to the point about the Suns, yeah, everything just fits, man. It just fits. No, it's good. Aaron Baines plays really well in his role. Is exactly what they need from a center. They, he spaces the floor. He's like a discount Marcus. He's honestly <laughs> might be better than Marcus at this point. I mean, you know, at this current point, Mark will yeah, eventually yeah. run into form. But right now, I think Aaron Baines is definitely playing better than him. Dario Saric is a nice two-way guy. Ricky yeah. Rubio sets the table, plays a little bit of defense. Obviously, he's willing to pass the ball. And well, his so, scoring has improved over the years. Yeah. And then Kelly Oubre is like a real revelation, man. Kelly Oubre playing great. Yeah, I don't like, know. Oubre is playing like OG level right now. I'm serious. Yeah. OG, no. Oubre is playing great. And I would say Oubre was, was, was obviously like a highly more highly touted prospect because of uh, yeah, OG's yeah, injuries. Yeah, yeah. 
It's fun to see him playing so well. Um, the Celtics question, though. Are they for real or not? I think they are actually yeah, for real. They're, they're so, they're vo- they were going to be solid. It's fine. I, I, I you know. Yeah, we don't, we don't, we, we don't <laughs> want to talk about it, but. <laughs> yeah, they're, you know, uh, you guys can, uh, after you wrap up this podcast, listen to uh, Bill Simmons. He'll tell you all about <laughs> the Celtics. We don't need to. It's yeah. it, it is what it is. Yeah. Good, good for them. I don't. Yeah, we're no, yeah, no, look, yeah, it hurts us to talk about the Celtics, but I think objectively speaking, they're actually not bad. They're a solid team. They're playing a lot better defense. Um, yep. I think it's always a little bit of smoke and mirrors with the Celtics defense because they're always are really small, but they're like the Raptors in a way where they play uh, aggressively, they swarm the ball, they double team really aggressively, yeah. and they pressure into turnovers, and it actually makes them a good defense. So right now the Celtics are actually playing real well. They actually remind me a lot of the Raptors. Yeah. Except the Raptors aren't frauds, so, and we actually have championships in the last thirty years. And we have the coach that the, that their team's coach thinks they have. Oh yeah, yeah. Nick Nurse is you know, you know yeah. he's the real Brad Stevens. Whoa, this is a fun question. Okay. If you can get D'Lo at the trade, this is from Mark of the Six. Yeah. name. All right. Uh, if we can get D'Lo at the trade deadline, and the Bucks lose in the playoffs. <laughs> and we get Giannis next year and build a super team. Yes, if you get two all stars in the next two off seasons, mm-hmm. you have a super team. I don't actually like D'Lo that much. <laughs> Come on, bro. D'Lo's not. You know what it is, man. D'Lo's a very nice player. I like him. He's he's flashy. Yeah. Uh, he's a, I, I like his personality. It's cool. I mean, he's gotten over that Nick, Nick Young thing, and yep. he's sort of put in the past, and he's really coming to his own. I love that about him. I just want to enjoy him on another team. <laughs> You know, like he, I just—he is the kind he's of not player. A, he's not a championship player. Yeah, he's he not doesn't play that defense. I he doesn't really pass the ball. He might improve, but like you're asking for fundamental improvements. Yeah. So I'm I'm good. I'm just All good. Right. I'm good. Will you want to take another call? Let's take another call. Wow. I wonder <laughs> who this is. Uh, I think it's uh, it's what the, is it, Johnny the, from Markham? It's uh, Detective Lee from Hong Kong. <laughs> Hi, it's uh, Detective Lee from uh, Hong Kong. Uh, um, can you guys hear me on this uh, long-distance connection? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah. sound good. Are you, you calling us on a clear telephone? Yeah, so I have a question. I've been noticing uh, Alex Wong, uh, Stephen LeBron on Twitter, uh-huh. has yeah. been uh, doing a lot of tampering with Giannis. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And um, someone someone actually said, someone from Milwaukee actually said that it's a, it's a little creepy, and, and that's why Kawhi left Toronto. I was wondering... Um, if you guys could weigh in on that, if, if tampering with Giannis publicly is okay for the next two years, I think I think Alex should go to Milwaukee and take this person who slandered them online out for dinner. <laughs> oh wow! Oh wow! Incredible wow. answer. With, with all the NBA players who have uh, lost their fathers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, oh my, oh my gosh! I hate that Twitter account. That, yeah, Muhammad, whoever. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Please that, stop. That account Please ever- stop exploiting humans for. For no, for like, real, man. That account yeah. is wild. Every yeah. single one that he tweets at is a miss. <laughs> yeah, he is he's early season Marcus on that yeah. account right now. It's no, nuts. man. We should get this Alex person to uh, camp out in Milwaukee, like uh, like, oh, Lawrence, uh, like Lawrence Frank. Frank. Yeah, yeah, you could be Asian Lawrence Frank, and uh, you know, just just live in Milwaukee, man. I got some I got some uh, recommendations from you from my trip to Milwaukee. There's a good empanadas place that I went. Yeah, at, I went to three times because uh, <laughs> the, the restaurant scene was actually not that not that good, but. Well, Shout out Blue Star Restaurant, actually. That was that was really good. Milwaukee is supposed to have a pretty decent uh, restaurant scene, but uh, don't say nice things about them, man. You could walk from one end well, to one to, end of Milwaukee to the other. They're about to be devastated in two years. I think I think Giannis is leaving no matter what. Whether or not he comes to the Raptors is to be determined. Mm. But that team is about to, that community is going to lose the best player they've seen since Kareem. Kareem, yeah, yes, yeah. or it's, Oscar. It's, 
or yeah, it's just sort of going to happen. They've had some pretty good players, actually. Um, but yeah, we think that Alex should take that fa- that family of people who are slandering him out for dinner, and maybe give them uh, an automobile. Maybe give them all their money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, maybe let them do the shaky thing, you know. Oh I mean, my like, god! I, I can oh, say, well, I can say, I, 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 I want it to be Don't, clear. No one else can say that it was Will, not me. Yeah, it was definitely me. We have different voices. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, the Giannis is coming to Toronto. He's going to take a meeting, no matter what, and that's going to be great. I just hope, yeah, Giannis gets to free agency and, and doesn't have to sign the yeah. the extension. But either way, you know, is it creepy? I mean, all of it's creepy, man. I mean, what do we do to the, the all everything the Clippers did last year is creepy, and then it worked anyway. So yeah. saying like you're doing some creepy things to scare the free agent away, I mean, like it just kind of is the nature of the business, you know? Yeah. So, uh, do you want to plug run, run it back? Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, uh, what's your name? Uh, <laughs> Detective Lee from Hong Kong. Yeah, I, really, I heard you're a big really fan of running back. back. Uh, I think, you know, Alex went through a tough time with his divorce. I can tell by the fact that he's been referencing it every Are you week. also so divorced, Detective Lee? on him, William. Yeah. Oh, I'm, so, I'm so sorry, man. Yeah. You're uh, right, man. But just, it's that's not just a joke. some constructive criticism for you, yeah. yeah. I appreciate that. Wow. Detective Josh, if, Josh um, if you ever need some bootleg Patagonia from China, please Whoa. just take my number. This is... Um, we can take care. I do wholesale. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Bring me back a box of cigarettes, too, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, American Spirit, right? That's, that's, that's my preferred okay. brand, American Spirit. Yeah. Okay, thanks, guys. i got to go to my work shift. Have a wonderful day. All, All right. right. Detective Lee, peace. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. An incredible phone call. That definitely wasn't from Alex. We're definitely running short of time, and I want to talk about a recommendation for Ronde Hollis Jefferson. I oh, think it's a right. great segment. This is a great segment we've come up. It's called Rondé's Recommendation. So we understand that Rondé Hellis-Jefferson isn't seeing much time uh, on the court. And we think that that doesn't mean that he shouldn't enjoy his time in Toronto. Yes. So every week, we're going to give him, or whichever Raptors player won't be playing that week, yeah, some yeah. recommendations for things to do around the city. Will? Uh, my, my, my recommendation right now, he can actually do it on the road. Yeah. But hopefully he does it in Toronto, uh, maybe the TIFF Lightbox or something. Yeah. But I, I, I think Rondé should go see Parasite. I oh, think you'd yeah. really enjoy it. I agree. Parasite was a wonderful film. Yes. Um, a great uh, thriller slash comedy of classes uh, set in, in, in Korea. It was one. Yep. I saw it last weekend. Uh, your recommendation, Ashley, our producer, uh, watched it. We've been taking it. phone calls. Thank you, Ashley. Yeah, thank you, Ashley. People, I really do appreciate speaking to you. Shout out, Louisa. Um, we've all seen it. Shout out, Louisa. The movie's phenomenal. I, I agree. That's a great recommendation. Yeah. I have one for Ronde. Okay. Um, tonight in Toronto, uh-huh. there's you know a longstanding party called Boozy Fade. Okay. I'd love if Ronde pulled up, had a good time. I think it's at uh, uh I can't remember the venue. I will plug it on Twitter afterwards. But Ronde Hells Jefferson. I listen to some. I, I imagine he's a rap fan. Uh, Jordan does a great job. I think I think that'd be great for him. Yeah. Shout out Jordan. Uh, what else? I think uh, the you had the hot dogs podcast festival. Yeah, the hot here. dogs podcast. What a recommendation festival. for Rhonda. You know, when you're not doing a lot of work, uh, you have a lot of time to listen to podcasts. Love, exactly. This is something I know for a fact. Well, so. and we hope you're listening to this live podcast recording at your jobs. Oh, at them? Okay. So yeah, I was going to say, our, our we're, we're being a bit mean to Rhonda right now. But <laughs> yeah, Rhonda, go listen to the, uh, go attend the hot dogs podcast festival. Who can you find there? Uh, I, <laughs> I don't know. All right, we're not there. I don't know why we should be there. Uh, sure. One last suggestion: Maybe. the re- the real Asian film festival. Oh yeah, yeah. organized by the great uh, Deanna Wong. No relation to Alex. Um, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of Wongs out there. <laughs> I know, but I remember like I was like talking to him like, "There's no way," because I know the two of you. I'd oh, never like God. thought to ask, but you're both from Toronto. I don't know. Oh my god. Um, 
Yeah, really. I think you should check out some Asian films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a there's a movie that's premiering. I think on Sunday afternoon. Unfortunately, I'm seeing my brother. Unfortunately, I think you'd have a great time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I work where I sh- I'm actually taking him to see Parasite. Oh, you're gonna go again? Yeah, oh, I'm maybe gonna take him. Yeah, yeah, maybe you'll see Ronde in the crowd. I, you know, I hope he's Ronde in L.A. doing work. <laughs> but if he's not, if he's free, I mean, you know, come through. I guess. Oh, it's Sunday. Uh. Sunday, five fifteen. The we are the champions. That's the movie that's uh, premiering at uh, TIFF. Sounds like a great as part of the time. real Asian film festival, but. That's, that's Ronde's recommendations, man. We should, uh, we should def. Oh my God. Someone said, Mark of the Six returned Whoa, to say Ronde God. should go see the Raptors 905. So maybe that's play. what he can do this weekend. <laughs> the, the, the 905 uh, opened their season later, later tonight, right? He'd start for them, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> nah. Well, the Raptors want to see like O'Shea Brissett play, so. Oh man. That's rough stuff. Uh, oh, Alex Wong is in the chat. <laughs> the, ch- the chat is really falling <laughs> off right now, man. <laughs> Alex Wong saying Ronda should just become a regular Patrick Patterson. That yeah. could mean a lot of things. Cin- We're not going to go into that. Well, Cineplex man's. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's King what he means? Man. Okay. Yeah, I hope fine. so. That's fine. And uh, Scotiabank Plaza. They're saying go see The Irishman at Tiff Lightbox. Yeah, it's another good recommendation. Or see it on Netflix. Why not? Why leave your house? Yo, Ronda's got a lot of things to do right now. He, uh, he has nothing to do, so he has lots of availability oh, <laughs> to do things. Well, next week we'll have more recommendations, Ronda, so keep tuning in, man. Also, I really do want to see him crack the rotation. Yeah, I, I think, think he's better yeah. than Chris Boucher. Come on, man. He can he can rebound, and the, the the Raptors need some rebounding. All right, we got five minutes left um, on the show. Are you having a good time? I am having a good time. Yeah, I'm a little warm, but I'm having a great time. Yeah, man. You know, you and me, uh, we go back a long time. We yeah. never thought we'd be doing this. No, but, you know, it's been fun, man. Yeah, I th- I'm really excited about this. I can't wait to have my father call in. Yes, yeah, I was gonna say. Um, Clifton from Etobicoke. You know, not to not to sound conceited, but I do a lot of podcasts. People kind of know generally what I'm doing. Yeah. What what what's what's the Judge Hart story, man? What's my ah? Uh, um. We got five minutes, so there you go. I you know I've always had an interest in in making content. Started uh, you know a, a career in a totally different direction, and I have loved speaking talking Raptors with you in, mm-hmm. in our spare our free time. Yeah. Um, and in March, when you let me know that you're thinking about this opportunity, I said, I, one thing that I need you to do is to create a venue for Raptors fans to participate. Raptor uh, Fan TV? Yeah, Raptors Fan TV. And I think, yeah. the, you know, shout out to Dan Toman and the team at Yahoo Sports Canada for yeah, shout out, seriously. the opportunities that we have, because I think we we're creating something really exciting. Yes. And, uh, you know, I, I appreciate you sharing your platform with me. And we go back and... I've yeah. always wanted no, I appreciate to... you. No, it wasn't even sharing, really. It's just, you're you're boosting the platform right now, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, if I, if, you know, I got to see someone in this chair for an hour of every week. Yeah, and I would very much like that to be a good buddy <laughs> of mine. So, Josh, excellent you're here, man. And your dad is a my dad is a, of a legend. Um, a, a big reason why we did the show is, and I I really believe in uh, sports radio and internet sports radio. My dad's Clifton from Etobicoke, um, a <laughs> big uh, sports radio caller in uh, at the Rogers and uh, Bell Properties. What? No, I'm kidding. Who? <laughs> <laughs> huh? uh, we have uh, a question. Uh, this is a str- no. I don't. I want to. I actually want to talk about this in December. We have a question about Christmas. Uh huh. Let's let's. I want to like you know build towards a a holiday show. Wow. So we're gonna skip this. Can nice. you talk about your favorite Christmas moment? Uh, what's your favorite Christmas moment? 
man. Well, I mean, it's you know what? One year, uh, my family we weren't doing well financially. Yeah. And we have uh, I have a young cousin that I kind of consider a sibling. Yeah. I have a young brother that's ten years younger than me. So we had to tell them that oh. uh, I, at the time they believed in Santa. Oh no! But then I was like, I was tasked with the responsibility of telling them that they're only getting one gift. Like everyone was getting each other one gift instead of everyone getting like multiple but, gifts. Yeah. And the reason why Santa only gave one gift this year was because uh, that was because of the global uh, economic recession <laughs> due to the subprime uh, mortgage oh loan God. crisis. And I had to explain all this to them, and they were like, "Okay, I buy this." And they accepted their one gift. <laughs> but so wait, that's my favorite Christmas memory. That's, I was going to talk about the time that I remember. So it was a Christmas morning and it didn't snow. And I was mm-hmm. like kind of bummed out. I was maybe nine or like young, but not not a child. And I was really sad that like there was no snow. And uh, that Christmas we got my sister, my aunt got me and my sister Razor scooters. Oh, so on, at like 1030 on Christmas Day, yeah. we went out and like. Scootered in front of our part, our like parents' house in uh, Rexdale. Shout out Rexdale. Yeah, also out Rexdale. from D Eight Reynolds, who should really be uh, you know tending to the traffic in Toronto, the bad traffic. But another city <laughs> city worker uh, shout, not working. Shout out to Etobicoke. But he says shout out Etobicoke. Yeah, shout out Dan Reynolds. Yeah, shout out the West End. Uh, what else here? John Lamb, first marketplace represent. Yep, definitely. <laughs> I'm from the West End. Oddly enough, there's not a lot of Asians in the West End necessarily of Toronto. I mean, in Mississauga, obviously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm from like an Asian dead spot. But regardless, uh, shout out Markham. Shout out Markham. Uh, nice to have Pelicans player Josh Hart in the Raptors pod. Yeah, that's who I am. That's who you are, man. Yep. Hey, man, have you thought about uh, playing for the Raptors? Because that'd be great. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm too busy playing Fortnite. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Talk about the dumb Jason Tatum hat that is for sale. Have you seen this? I haven't seen it. It's very bad. I'll, I'll show you, man. It, it looks bad. It's, uh, you know, just imagine, you know, when you go into certain dollar stores, but they have like a product, a merch they made, and you're just wondering like, what, who made this? Who designed it? Where'd you get this? Why did you buy this? Uh, that's what the, that's what the Tatum hat looks oh, like. Oh, that is terrible. Oh, it's Christmas colors. This is going to be my least favorite Christmas memory. Yeah. Uh, Jason Tatum, kind of overrated, but Will. Yeah. I think that's that for this episode of the... Wow, okay, we're ending on Jason Tatum slander? Well, you know, oh, do you want to do... Uh, no, yeah. I was going to say, this hat, which you can't uh, you can't really see, I guess. You could maybe see it on my phone and the camera. I doubt it. We can use different technology. But, you know, this hat, I feel like, what would you wear with this? Uh, like a, a white t-shirt? I think you just dance in the rain outside of... <laughs> you dance in the rain? Yeah, in a, in a white uh, t-top, uh, sleeveless tank top. Is it, is it Usher in the, uh, in... <laughs> exactly. Which one was it? The one he's dancing in the rain? Isn't it, oh, You Remind Me. You yeah, remember, yeah, yeah. That was a great you dance solo. Anywho, we can't No, You Remind Usher. Me. That was You Remind Me. Because I, I remember I learned the, the, the flute part. On, 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 <laughs> I play flute as well. Yeah, people are learning a lot to me. But um, we're going to close the show. Two things. One, run it back. Watch it. It comes out Wednesday afternoons. Me and Alex, we hang out different parts of the city. We talk about the Raptors. Uh, we make jokes about Alex being a divorced man, and uh, that's true. That's kind of that's kind of the show. It's a good time. It's, it's good my time. favorite show on the Yahoo Sports Canada feed, and right. I host a show. So. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. And also, this show Raptors over everything is uh, brought to you by KFC, Salute. our sponsor. Yeah, Salute KFC, seriously. And so, um, uh, next we're, we're week we'll be back. To say go team. Call us four one six two six three eight two nine seven. And four one six two six three eight two nine eight. We've loved hanging out with you. Yeah, first first episode actually it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So we'll be back next Friday and every Friday afternoon between three thirty and four thirty. We'll take Raptors 
phone calls. We'll take Raptors comments. We'll banter between the two of us. And uh, we'll have a good time. So, Josh, thank you, man. Will, it's been real. It's been real. Thanks, right. everyone. Thanks so much. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.